entrepreneur. It doesn't matter where you are currently located in the world because it's time to settle in and buckle up for another exciting and potentially profitable episode of The Marketing Minute with your host, Mark Newsom, otherwise known as Mr. Marketing. Hey, entrepreneur, this is Mark Newsom, Mr. Marketing. Welcome to another exciting and potentially profitable episode of The Marketing Minute. Ladies and gentlemen, for a few moments, we are going to talk about today how to create massively profitable and successful customer loyalty. We're talking about creating some mega brand ambassadors for your products and services. Ladies and gentlemen, do you realize, and I hope you can appreciate, there are some aspiring entrepreneurs who are currently with us and who will start, who even though they are dedicated to no end, they work extremely hard, and to a certain extent, they work incredibly smart. But it, when it comes to understanding promotion and marketing and even how to use what we like to refer to as traditional advertising, I hope you make that your third choice, by the way. I want you to try to become better at marketing and promoting first as a customer acquisition tool and lead generation tool before you refi uh, pardon me, rely on trying to run ads. Because when you run ads, I'm talking about paid ads, there's components like how to write a compelling what's in it for me, the end user headline and some other stuff you got to learn before you actually are going to be successful. And the other thing is, if you're using social media, paid ads, uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, ladies and gentlemen, each one of those platforms is unique, just like you and I. So what worked on one may not necessarily work on the other one and vice versa. And people who, let's say they're, they're rocking Instagram and they say, okay, let's jump on Facebook or vice versa. Suddenly they hit the wall, the wall of reality, I like to call it, because they don't know the nuances of those platforms. So if you're going to pay, use paid advertising on any of those uh, specific platforms, find yourself a qualified coach and mentor. These men and women don't have to be making 10 figures a year as long as they can show you and demonstrate to you that they know what they're doing in terms of how to set up the account so you don't get, like, say, in the case of Facebook, put in Facebook jail or get your account blocked. I mean, it could be inevitable anyway. Don't ever forget this, ladies and gentlemen. You and I don't own social media, the social media platforms you may advertise on. You can wake up tomorrow and for whatever reason, your uh, account gets shut down. It happens every day. Don't think it can't happen to you. But anyway, I digress. Let's talk about some customer loyalty. Now, again, I'm talking about some offline businesses. And right now, because we're in this healthcare crisis situation, which hopefully will pass and things will sort of get back to the way they were. Uh, right now, the businesses that I'm talking about may not be rocking it full 100% like they were, but it's the concepts and the strategies. Because, ladies and gentlemen, there's so much here. It's, it's just mind-boggling. So let's suppose here. You've got a women's shoe store that's upscale. And if you'll notice in a lot of my uh, audio clips, ladies and gentlemen, I always use the word upscale because what I'm trying to get you to do is start networking with the men and women who are at that next level because they, they have customers and vendors and all these other people that are connected with them now and will be in the future who might be potential strategic alliance partners with you and just on and on and on. Anyway. I want you to think about this women upscale shoe store. In fact, let's do one of my favorite analogies, examples. You got a mini strip mall, not a mall mall, 
So you got six or seven stores. Let's say there's seven spaces available and five are currently occupied, two are vacant. But one of the stores that are in there is this women's shoe store. It's upscale. And let's say your uh, retail uh, designer jewelry store is in there and you only have one location right now. Here's a strategy. Let's take some of those high end and ladies, I'm going by what the women are telling me. So if I'm, I've got this uh, name of the shoe wrong, you know, I beg your forgiveness. Please indulge me. They're called Kohan shoes, I believe they are. But I hear they started around, I don't know if they start, but some of them go for $299 a pair. So let's just say $300. But from what I'm told by the ladies, they are outrageously comfortable. And lots of women who stand on their feet, nurses, therapists, uh, hair hairstylists, these kind of women, uh, upscale female managers in a store somewhere where they're walking around a lot, they'll wear these Kohan shoes. Now, I want you to imagine this. Your retail jewelry store is about to take advantage of this because even though the shoe store obviously gets a lot of daily foot traffic and a lot of word of mouth, they're not really great at quote-unquote marketing or promoting like you are. So let's say the retail uh, jewelry store, your ideal customer, what we call a lifetime customer value, that spread is somewhere around a low of $400 to a high of 10000 Now, if you're thinking, wow, wow, Mark, what a huge spread. you got to remember, the average customer, we're talking the average customer who stays with them over time, their first purchase may not be $400. In fact, they may never, ever spend $400 at one time, but over time, through their word of mouth, their te video testimonials, audio testimonials, the fact that they're constantly on social media posting different pictures and in, uh, uh, videos of the bling they just purchased or uh, the bling that a friend purchased, a co-worker purchased, a neighbor purchased, an ex-neighbor, an ex-co-worker, uh, an ex-boss, if they own the business, ex-employees, on and on and on and on. So you got that picture, right? So think about this. Since you know that's your spread, and the way we're going to show you how to do it, uh, to work the spread, 80% of it is now going to become profit instead of 80% being the uh, customer acquisition cost of you having to constantly run that ad, constantly run that primetime radio ad, constantly run that primetime tele local television ad, constantly have Sunday newspapers. All that expense to generate that first customer, that's why normally that first customer acquisition is not profitable. So we're going to flip it around. Here's what you're going to do. Because you know the owners, and that's the key to what I'm telling you here, ladies and gentlemen, this isn't a cold call. You already know the owners of that female shoe store. They know you own this diamond, uh, retail diamond, uh, retail jewelry store. So here's what you're going to do. One day at lunch, you know, you're talking, and let's say, you know, two doors down is the pizza place or the, you know, Chinese restaurant or the Mexican restaurant, you know, whatever floats your boat. But one day at lunch, you two are talking, and you ask them the magic question. Say, okay, Mark, what's the magic question? This is the first time I've ever hearing you on these audio clips. What are you talking about? Here's the magic question. I'm going to try it out on you. You tell me what your honest response would be. Is it okay to periodically refer you new business or customers? Statistically speaking, ladies and gentlemen, 95 to 98% of the time, and meaning 9 out of 10 on average, will say yes. If they say yes to the front end, and only if they say yes, you flip it and say, and by the same token, as long as it doesn't take away from anything you're currently doing or will be doing in the future, are you okay with returning the favor? Now, these words aren't etched in granite, entrepreneur. It's a concept you got to get 
Okay, now let's say they answer yes on both questions. And the remaining two, five percent, whatever it is, says no, you pivot. What do you mean? You move on. Not physically, but emotionally. You say, oh, well, you know, I just thought I'd ask. And you move on because what that means is you should be uh, investing that energy and time and effort in somebody who's open. If they're not, that's their business. It's their business. Okay. Now, they say yes. You say, well, here's what I'd like to do. First of all, how many female employees do you have other than yourself? Now, you're talking to the ladies here. If there's a guy that owns this uh, 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 upscale female uh, shoe store, you're talking to the guy. But we're going to focus on the ladies now. So how many female current Full or part-time, does not matter. So you show the owner, say this is a, a lady that owns this store, and you show her two diamond-studded necklaces. One is $1,500, one is $2,500, and you say, Jan, Mary, given the choice now, if you could afford either one of these, which one would you take and why? They pick out the $2,500 one, of course. You say, okay, I'll tell you what I like to do. I like to help bring you in some new word-of-mouth customers for literally pennies on a dollar and almost no cost to you. Would you like to hear how? And of course, they perk up and say, yeah. So here's what I like to do. I am going to issue a credit to your store. And here's what I want you to do. We're going to target nurses. And you say, I have a specific reason why I'm going after nurses. But for now, what I need you to understand is when these nurses come in to purchase something, as long as they spend over $30, that's the cutoff, $30 and above, you, whatever, like say, if they purchase a pair of shoes that cost $70, I, the jewelry store, will pick up that $40 cost and they only pay uh, $30. And he says, I want you to do this with the first 80 nurses only, not your regular customers, nurses now, notice what will happen. A nurse comes in. In fact, put yourself on the other side of this. You go into this shoe store, unbeknownst to you now, and you spend $45. And the cashier lets you know you got a $15 credit, meaning you're only going to spend $30. Now, first of all, you know the nurse is going to be happy. What do you think she's going to do when she goes back to her circle of influence? In fact, before she probably leaves the store, what do you think she's doing? That's right. Texting friends, texting co-workers, some of her fellow nurses and letting them know, get over here. Now, here's the next thing. As soon as that transaction happens, they get the receipt so that you can see proof of how much they paid and you're going to pay them the difference. So, in other words, you're going to give them this $15 in cash so they don't lose anything. That's the point I'm trying to make here. Now, you're going to have the store start giving that nurse, well, all of her customers, but in reality, especially those nurses, a bounce back offer. It's time sensitive. Mark, what's a bounce back offer? It's just a fancy way of saying there's going to be a gift certificate inside an envelope that they're going to give to that customer that says, hey, dear value customer, I'm just making the words up, dear value customer, you come back within you know 72 hours or less, or, you know, extend it out if you need to a week, but don't go out further than a week. You come in the next five days or less, you can save 10% off any purchase over X simply for dragging a friend. This is the key. You give them a higher percentage off based on what that shoe store's lifetime customer value is. And if they need help learning what it is, you show them because it's going to be in your benefit to do this as well. Because the more people they get back in store, especially more nurses, 
the more you're in that we're going to cover a little bit more in just a second it's going to work out for you both anyway that bounce back offer says just by dragging a friend back they get a higher percentage and a higher percentage that they can apply this to meaning you know up to say four hundred dollars now here's the point as these new nurses start coming to the store you're gonna have that shoe store off put up a sign for a free drawing to win a pair of these fancy Kohan shoes for the next 90 days one grand prize winner a month these ladies just fill out a little index card to, it tells them to print their name and their phone number drop the card in the box nurses only for a chance to win this these Kohan shoes now they can have another drawing for their other customers you know down the road or simultaneously but the point is we're focusing on these nurses you're trying to build this database of nurses now here's the point every month the store owner is going to choose who the first grand prize winner and let's say that particular month you know uh, as word gets out about these ladies getting uh, everything over thirty dollars you're picking up the tab for these uh, shoes so let's say a lady comes in she spends hundred fifty dollars on some shoes she the first thirty dollars is on the store you're gonna pick up that hundred and twenty but in reality it's whatever the actual cost is for those hundred fifty dollar shoes so let's say the shoes cost the store ninety dollars the first thirty is on the store you're gonna give them credit for that sixty so in reality it's not costing them hard cost money for them to allow these people to get these shoes at their actual cost now here's the point you want to reach two thousand local women why two thousand mark we'll get to that in a second and the way you're gonna do that is you're gonna allow eighty the first eighty nurses who come in and spend money everything over the thirty dollars you're going to pick up the cost, the actual hard cost. And this way here, the store is not anything. Now, here's the, the short of it. All the runners up, two things. You can hire college students who are majoring in marketing. They're going to text these women and tell them congratulations. That's what the headline is going to say, exclamation point. Unfortunately, and again, I'm just paraphrasing this uh, uh, the, the words. Unfortunately, you didn't win the first grand prize. Uh, first grand prize this month. However, you've won two incredibly valuable second prizes. Hmm. What's what's up with this? Number one, they get a time-sensitive bounce-back offer to the uh, women's shoe store. Come back, save X a small amount. Come back with a friend, save a lot more. You know, twenty. 30%, whatever they can afford based on their lifetime customer value, meaning the shoe store. But here's the valuable second prize. Simply for dragging a friend two doors over to our partners, uh, the jewelry store, you drag a friend with you who's at least 18, you can get a pair of $650 a pair diamond studded earrings for the cost of a $450 pair. So in other words, if a $450 pair hard cost is $200 or say $225, half. 
then simply for dragging a friend, you get to upgrade, extremely time sensitive now, 72 hours only, you get to upgrade and pick out a $650 pair that they're setting aside just for our store, the, the retail uh, shoe store. And guess what? You get to buy them at the cost of the 450 Now, I don't know how many women are going to, nurses are going to take you up on this, but here's the point. Best believe some of them will. When they purchase a $650 pair of diamond studded earrings for $300 or $325 for dragging a friend, and you're going to make an OTO to the friend. What's an OTO, Mark? A one-time only offer to the friend, meaning this offer is only valid till you leave the store. And then, you know, all bets are off. So you're going to pick up a percentage of women who are going to drag a friend that you didn't have to advertise, market, and promote for. Number two, they're going to leave that store, a percentage of them, with a $650 pair of diamond-studded earrings that only cost them $300 or $325. Now, you tell me what's going to happen. Bingo. Uh, friends, family, in-laws, nurses. Now, here's the next step. You tell them, these nurses, to put you in contact with the administrators of the local nursing association. And we'll go through that because this is already getting long. I don't want to go much further deep into this, but that's part two. Now, ladies and gentlemen, if I have to go any further, it's obvious I'm not your guy. Okay. But here's the point of me sharing this with you. You still have the ability to make a profit from this. Even if you're personally not interested in it, you say, oh, Mark, how would I do that? You personally introduce me to any diamond uh, retail uh, jeweler that's uh, non-franchise. Doesn't matter how many locations they have. Any joint, because in other words, I want to uh, offer my marketing expertise to the, the retail jeweler store. And rather than me running all over creation trying to find them, I'm reaching out to you saying, hey, why don't you put that resource to work for you by introducing us? You do that, and whatever joint venture, uh, money changing hands, revenue share arrangement I put together with them, you, me, you, and the jeweler will make sure you get compensated. For the lifetime of the venture, meaning as long as that relationship is in place and I'm being compensated, you're going to get some form of compensation. Now, here's the next thing. If you like what you hear and you're thinking, wow, Mark, I'd like to hire you or our organization would like to hire you as our own resident marketing consultant. My current rates are just $250 an hour. Go to the contact page on my blog, put in paid help. If you're located in the U.S. like I am, I'm on Eastern Standard Time, sometimes referred to as New York Time. Put your uh, area code and phone number. And I will reply to you via email and let you know when we can get on the phone, preferably Monday through Friday. And we'll explore, A, are we a match? We may not be. And B, how we can possibly uh, put together some type of mutually beneficial joint venture because you have resources and assets I don't and vice versa. If you're outside the United States and you like what you hear, and again, you might think your association you're currently uh, involved with or were involved with, and you'd like some paid help. You put paid help, again, in the uh, subject line. And you simply put out of state. That way, when you get my reply email, we'll figure out a time, preferably Monday through Friday, uh, 
Well, we'll jump on Zoom, Z-O-O-M dot U-S. And again, we'll do 15 minutes and find out, A, if we're a match, or B, how we can possibly joint venture. Because you may have some even better ideas as a point entrepreneur, but you don't realize it until you've heard this. Now, here's the next thing. If you or anyone you know has a podcast that revolves around entrepreneurship, I don't care how big your audience is, I don't care how small it is, I'd like to be a guest. So you just put on the contact page, guest uh, podcast opportunity in the subject line so I know what you're talking about. And lastly, ladies and gentlemen, here's what I need you to do. I want you to, if you're at my blog, I want you to read at least three more blog posts. If there's a video and an audio clip embedded, I want you to listen to them at least once. And here's why. After that third blog post, you will know whether you and I are matching. If we're not, entrepreneurs fine. And here's why. There's millions of men and women online currently looking for this exact type of expertise. If you're not one of them, that's fine. On the other hand, there's millions more coming online every day, every month, every year. No end in sight. So there's plenty of untapped opportunity for everybody who's open. This is Mark Newsom, Mr. Marketing. I'm looking forward to being with you again very shortly, Entrepreneur, with another exciting and potentially profitable episode of the Marketing Minute. And remember, Entrepreneur, it's not how or where you started at. It's where you ultimately end up that counts.